<laughs> Just a fucking big pillowcase full of frozen pierogies. <laughs> so much for tuning in once again to the straight love podcast i'm a coaster co-host the most most roast dp wish me and always was forever and forever is uh, my bff jiminy the cricket himself how are you cricket i'm great man good to see you glad you're here glad you're here man glad you're all here glad that you chose once again to insert us into your eardrums and have us tickle your brains with our you know hot buttery voices do you um, ever make roast here, speaking of which have i ever made roast D- yeah do you ever regular? i actually a regular? yeah i made a pro- I, w- I went to a local butcher for the first time in a long time which one uh the one on right next to domino's on the corner of uh gil not gilmore kimberly no springfield yeah springfield oh, and yeah. gateway yeah, right yeah. there okay yeah, yeah i got a i got a prime rib roast and i made that up and it was de- delectable they can be really good. Super good, man, if you know what you're doing, apparently. And apparently, I know what I'm doing. Hey, yo, go figure. Put it on the resume, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things to put on the resume, uh, Jim and I are going to talk about the love convoy today. And uh, by love convoy, we're obviously talking about Jim's penis because uh, uh, yeah. that's <laughs> that's too embedded into the sentence for me to edit out. But okay, that's cool. Do you have? Do you actually call your swollen <laughs> member anything? Do you have no, any kind man, of nickname I do for not. it? I don't, no? no. Do you want to know what mine is? Um, I'm sure someone does. The general. (laughs) (laughs) Ten hut! (laughs) Did you enjoy that? Oh, man. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there was a... um, I don't know if I'm supposed to ask a follow-up question (laughs) on what's supposed to happen right now, so... Um, well, speaking of entertainment, uh, if you haven't noticed, there is a giant convoy right now occupying Ottawa... Uh, <laughs> in addition to my pants. Um, so look, uh, uh Canada is kind of making, uh, ripples across the world right now. There's, uh, convoys that are starting up in places like Italy and Australia. And if you don't know what this is, you probably, uh, haven't been active on social media. And for that, I condemn you because, you know, social media can be a pretty crummy place sometimes, certainly if you're not using it correctly. Reminder to clean up your timeline. But, uh, as much as my timeline is cleaned up right now, it's kind of hard to get away from the convoy. And it seems to be, hey, hey, surprise, surprise, dividing our nation and dividing a lot of different people. So, Jim, I kind of wanted to talk to you about this today because what I, what I find most interesting about this convoy, and if you don't know what this convoy is, just to kind of give you a, a little bit of background, my understanding of that is, is that it started with, a, with, with truckers, basically Canadian truckers, who were upset that they had to get uh, vaccinated to travel across the border. Um, now, I, 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 don't know, I hope I didn't get that wrong. That's kind of like where, where it all kind of originated. And then it's kind of blossomed into something else. Um, now, it's a polarizing issue, though, because unfortunately, some of the people that were behind creating this movement have, surprise, surprise, 
uh, very racist and hateful views. Okay. So they were actually going to Ottawa trying to, um, uh, again, you know, tr- trying uh, to reverse the, the mandate for truckers, but to also, I mean, there's this, uh, I, I, I haven't done enough research to really know how terrible some of the things are that they, that they've said, but I know that there is, you know, some white nationalist, white supremacist narrative there. And in support of the truckers in support, like okay. that, the, the, the people that helped organize this, unfortunately have those, bu- those viewpoints. But what I wanted to talk to you about Jim today is, is how love has also kind of gotten involved in this, uh, movement and whether or not you think that love can hijack this movement. Okay. So there's a viewpoint out there right now that look, there's there's white supremacist undertones to this. Mm-hmm. This was their movement that people latched onto for whatever reason because people saw this as an opportunity to unite and be together and be hopeful and try and get rid of mandates and passports and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there's that aspect of love to it. There's that, there's that aspect of, of love, togetherness, Canadian national pride. But the argument is that, hey, you know what? This was started by Nazis. Everyone's a Nazi nowadays, but I think that these people might actually have some sort of, you know, again, white nationalist views. Because hate started this movement, that if you're involved with it, you're a hateful person. I get what you're saying. Right? So, yeah. and, and, and there's no conversation beyond that for some people. It's like, okay, if you want to be involved with this, you by proxy are now a Nazi and a white supremacist yeah. as well. And by proxy, you support white, white supremacy and racist views. Well, I think that's a, a, that's a very recurring issue with a lot of these things that come about is that you sort of, you hear what agitates you or frustrates you or makes you angry. And then once you've conjured up that emotion, you're good there. Right. And by yes. that, I mean, you have no, there's no further interest in knowing or learning more because it seems as though you've, learned what you need to learn with respect to the issue and you're good there. Yes. Right. Yes. So what it makes me think about is really, I mean, it's sort of the same philosophy that's been throughout the course of time is just to say, you think and believe one thing with respect to obviously not discriminatory things because those aren't right for sure. Of course. Um, there, I mean, there, there is a way to draw, you know, definitive lines in terms of what's right, what's not right, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. With respect to having mandates of a certain degree, mm-hmm. there definitely is a place to say, you think you're right, I think I'm right. Um, we can either both be right or we can both be wrong. Mm-hmm. So let's just agree with that and let's find a solution that accommodates those parameters rather than I want my solution to be what accommodates me being right and you want your solution to be what accommodates you being right Mm -hmm. because there will never be a solution to that because you're too separated. It's too divisive. Yes. So I know it sounds simplistic in nature, but it's just why, why don't those circumstances and those situations, those factions just accept that there's disagreement about something. Mm -hmm. Let's start there instead of trying to make the other group agree with one group. Because you'll never, I don't think you'll ever really win that. Okay. So, I mean, how, how can you use what you just said to address the, the, the hateful undertones of this movement, though? 
I mean, like, and and I think that that's kind of the the issue that a lot of people have with this is that it's 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 an absolutist view. It's like if if you're involved with this movement by proxy, you're a hateful racist person because the movement itself was born out of a racist hateful mindset. To answer your question, yes, I think love can hijack this. Just people have to be willing to choose it. That's all. It's, I, there's no there's no revolutionary insight to this. That's all it has to be. But people don't want to. People are people are really hurt. People are really um, they're unhappy. Extremely. Um, a lot of it. My belief, just my belief, is that people are unhappy because. Because they don't have peace inside of them. Yeah. And so... When you're unhappy, what does is, what is misery want, Jim? Yeah. Company. company, right? Right. Yeah. And so without that, it goes back to the whole thing about you have to start with yourself. You just have to start with yourself. Like it's really easy to point out what everyone else is doing wrong and not to know what maybe you're not doing so right, but... Open arms is just the answer here. But again, it's really, really tough because a very, very good friend of mine, we have some differing views on uh, you know everything that's happened over the last two years. Mm-hmm. I agree with some stuff that he says. I disagree and vice versa. There are some things that we just don't, neither of us will sort of waver on in terms of what we think. But you listen to each other. That's exactly it. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. We listen to each other. And at the end of the conversation, we're friends. Yeah. And, and isn't that nice? Yeah. Man? And and he'll say, you know, I'm really glad we can talk about this kind of stuff. We don't agree on everything, but you know what? We can talk about it. And when we we started friends and we end friends. Dude, that's just, it's so important. And I just, I think that it's so, it's becoming more and more difficult for people to have those kinds of conversation with people that they disagree with. You know, right. because they're so emotionally invested in their opinion. And if you disagree with them, it's almost kind of like you're attacking who they are as a person, like their character. It's like, oh, well, if you believe that, then you're a bad person. Like, you know, we were t- kind of talking about before where now the narrative is shifting online where, hey, if you're involved with this movement, one way or the other, just go ahead and fucking unfriend me or unfollow me or whatever. Yeah. Like people are willing to just... Again, and end whatever relationship it, it is that you might have with that person, you know, like, I, I, it's just, it's so, people get so emotional and then they say things like, well, that that's it for us. That's it for us and our, and our friendship. If you, if you feel this certain way. And again, it's, you know, if, if you, in their opinion, if you support this, you're a Nazi, unfriend me. It's like, uh-huh. fuck, it just doesn't seem like you're. You're giving this. Uh, I don't know. It's it's difficult, man. I just I I don't. It sh- should it be as simple as that? Like I mean, some people would say yes, absolutely. We can't talk about this, but I just I don't know. I it, that's something about that doesn't fucking sit right with me. Well, there's a lot of unrest, extremely. There's a lot of people that are. Everybody's been impacted differently by this, and it is hard to navigate. It's hard to. I've. You know, both of us, I'll sort of speak on behalf of both of us, both of us have kind of been, for the most part, largely unaffected by this. I know we don't agree with everything that's happening, um, but you've sort of been able to adjust and acclimate and accommodate so that your life isn't too disruptive, right? And I think a big part of that is, again, from speaking on behalf of you and I, 
we've kind of done as best as we can with the best of our abilities to find peace that isn't dependent upon anything other than the person you see in the mirror. Right. Yes. And so there's a lot of power there, man. Yeah. And so when you do that, you, no one can take anything from you and no one can give anything to you. You do it all yourself. And I think when you put energy and resources, your own into building that kind of power, like you said, um, I think it, I think it, creates maybe more of a constructive environment and landscape to deal with everybody. And maybe that's, you know, maybe I'm pie in the sky and and people be like, you're a fucking idiot Mm -hmm. because that's just not how it works. But then I would also just say, well, why can't it work that way? There's so much power in thoughts and ideas, which is also exactly what you're saying that creates all of this discord because there's a lot of ideas that people are hanging on to, sticking by, standing beside, without any um, willingness to compromise. No, zero. Or to have an idea challenged. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why there always will just be this disparity. And I guess because I don't necessarily feel driven one way or the other, because my my peace is more important to me really than anything else. Okay. And certainly my safety for sure and safety about the people that I care about and the people that I love. Um, but I feel like I do more good for that focusing on the good and the peace and strengthening that, not yelling at somebody else. Mm, yeah. Like, could you just, could you imagine if everyone just sort of calmed down? Just like, <laughs> just even as a starter, just calm down. Calm down and focus on what it is that you can control and change and make an impact on in your own, you know, in, in your own little world, in your own life and, you know, changing what you see in the mirror and trying to make improvements that way. Yeah. And, and I, because the thing is for sure, for sure that there is never going to be full agreement on things. No. And so it seems to me like we want the starting point to be near 100% or 100% agreement about something. It's just not going to happen. No, you're right, man. You're 100% right. That's the starting point is not that the starting point is to find solutions that meet in the middle and there's not a blueprint and there's not a diagram to how you can apply that to every circumstance. You know what, man, I, I, I appreciate what you're saying. And I think that, you know, you said, you said something really interesting there and that's you know could people just calm down and i i do think that again for the most part you have this majority of people that that are level-headed that have calmed down and again it's the loudest voices in the room that are on both extreme sides of the spectrum that are screaming at each other um that are kind of uh muddying the waters you know you've got one group that's yelling nazi 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 and you've got the other group that's yelling sheep 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 and it's like You've got everybody in the middle that are just like, fuck, like, does it really have to be this way? Like, how, how much, how, how productive are we being right now with this kind of chaos? You know, like, it just, it, it, it never seems to, it never seems to get us anywhere. It doesn't. And I'm a big proponent of just stopping and thinking about what you're doing and why you're doing it and what you hope to achieve by doing it. Don't be frivolous in your actions and your words because it 
it's just it's good for literally fucking nothing yeah. like you're just you're just making noise for the sake of making noise i was running errands on the weekend and i went into a store i was i was looking where i needed to go in the store i wasn't really paying attention to anything right so at the near same time a dude walked in behind me like i said i'm looking to where i need to go what section i need to go in and i there's a person as there are for many stores now standing at the front and this woman at the front who works there says, excuse me, sir, you have to wear a mask when you're in here. Uh-oh. So I turn around and look, right? And lo and behold, the guy's not wearing a mask. And he goes, you know, the government's just trying to brainwash you, right? <laughs> that's, and that, that's, that's his default opener, right? <laughs> right. And the thing is, is like, it doesn't matter what you think the government is doing. This is what the situation is. This store requires you to wear a mask to be in the store. This woman didn't make that rule. No, that poor woman. She just stands at the front and she says, sir, you need to wear a mask. Now you're giving it to her. You're trying to sell her whatever it is you're selling. I don't understand what it is that you're trying to do. This is where a person just needs to take it upon themselves in this case and accommodate and accommodate to make peace, right? So, the business is not going to accommodate you. Whether you think that's right, wrong, or the other, accept it. Mm. The rule is you want a mask, you want to be in here, wear a mask. You don't like it, shop online. Go somewhere else then. Okay. And I know there is varying opinions on that, and I respect that there's varying opinions on that. And, and, and we'll listen to varying opinions. For on sure. That, of course, yeah. For sure. But in the meantime, until something's different or until you want to do something constructive about it, I don't know why you'd give this lady an earful. She's not changing anything for you. Well, people feel powerless, right? So they need to lash out at someone. And unfortunately, the people that they end up lashing out on are, are, are the people that you know work behind the counter in some of these stores. And they, they get the brunt of this because, again, it, there, there needs to be these you know, people are angry. People are frustrated. And they, they need to direct their anger and frustration towards someone. And because they can't yell directly at, I don't know, Trudeau. Uh, you know, somebody at, at Shoppers Drug Mart unfortunately has to endure their wrath, which, right. uh, you know, and certainly. I, and I do understand that, but also at the same time, it's just, like I said, it's just not a constructive use no. of, of resources. Right? right. So by all means, I'm not telling anyone that you need to think a certain way and you need to get on board that we have to wear masks everywhere we go. I'm not saying that no. at all. Right. Please have your opinion. Yeah. But I'm just saying, what is it doing other than making you feel shitty and making this woman feel shitty about what's happening right now. You know what, man? I, I agree with you 100%. And I would love to know, after that person got into that kind of a confrontation and they, and they went back to their car, whether it was to get a mask or just drive away from that place, how did they feel at that point? Like, right. did they feel justified? Were they giving themselves a pat on the ass saying, yeah, I really showed her? Or, were, <laughs> or, or really, you know, deep down were they like, God, that didn't feel good. You know, that didn't feel right. right. You know, like if the person, if the person, as you said, goes to their vehicle, whatever they continue on, if they feel that they've made a difference mm. by doing what they did, they're wrong. <laughs> they just are. Yeah. Again, it has nothing to do with you should believe this or you should believe that or believe what I believe or it's not that. It's just if you think, guy, that you made a difference with what you did there today, you need to think harder and you need to realize you didn't. Mm. What would have made the difference is 
either just not going to the store because you disagree with them, right? Do give someone else your business, sure. or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever it is, and just let that let that woman have her peace, right? And you also would have been more peaceful. Also true, yeah. you know, yeah. Do you? Um, one of the other things we were talking about last uh, meditation class was the Alex, the person who runs the the uh, classes, is in Guadeloupe right now. And yeah. he was with his his partner in, in France recently. And they were talking about how much different it is just to be out in the environment yeah. of somewhere like, I don't know where they were, Bordeaux or something like that. And how here in Canada, as soon as they came, uh, Alex in particular, as soon as he came back, he could feel the fear in the air. Do you, I mean, you, you obviously can't use uh, uh, something like, you know, going to France is in comparison, but do, do you, do you feel that? Do you feel that tension? Do you feel that fear? Do you feel, do, do you think that there's a, uh, like I, I, in your, in your experience, have you kind of felt like, does it feel, is it, can you feel the difference between now versus a couple of years ago before the pandemic? Like, I mean, I don't know if I can, I don't know if it's just because we've been acclimated to it or, maybe, yeah. or we haven't had that sort of, I haven't, I haven't been anywhere. Right. So right. I haven't had that degree of separation or change of environment. So I can't, it's, it's really tough to say. I mean, I don't it, it is, feel it is anything, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not there, you know, in the energy. Well, you said something interesting there and that's the fact that perhaps we have acclimated to it without realizing it. And now we kind of operate in this environment of fear and this has become our norm. Yeah. And that's kind of a bummer. Just to think about that is kind of a bummer. It is. I don't, you haven't been anywhere either. No. eh? Which is pretty unusual for me. I try and get away, you know, as much as I can, but uh, I, you know, I, I, I see people traveling. It's not like you can't, you can go everywhere you want, but I just, the the whole idea of going somewhere testing positive and then not being yeah. able to leave the country doesn't being exactly stuck. sit well with yeah. me. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if you felt kind of any sort of difference or it just. I I, I think that any time that you tell people to stay away from one another, yeah. you know, to socially distance, to not. I mean, I I think it's a little different for me. My my experience during this pandemic has been. I I have this mask, obviously, that you've seen that has a mm. giant picture of like a smile and a beard on it. And I can't tell you how many friends I've made with that mask, man. <laughs> like people, for the most part, you don't see people smiling that much. You can't yeah. because they've got a mask on, first of all. But they'll see me and they'll be like, I love your mask. Yeah. And you can see it in their eyes that they're smiling. And it's like, hey, if there's one good thing that I can take away from this, it's that I've, you know made some uh I've, I've at least had some sort of a positive impact on some people you need to get you just need to get a business card that on one side says just has your name and then on the other side it says always making friends out of strangers <laughs> it's a great idea yeah a great idea it I couldn't be idea. more it couldn't be more true <laughs> no matter what the circumstance always making friends out of strangers always making friends out of strangers hey well i mean <laughs> hey look if uh the world would be a better place if uh, more people practice that that's for sure yep well hey look man um we're uh we're you know big surprise we're we're advocates of love here on the on the straight love podcast and uh can love hijack hate well in this instance <sighs> yep we want to say yes i mean look love is going to win each and every time um I can't think of a better way to shut down hate than with love. I don't know. Yeah. What do you say, Jim? Absolutely. Yeah. And 
stay tuned for next episode when I think we're going to discuss if we really are advocates for love. Uh, what are you foreshadowing? <laughs> Do yeah. you know something that I don't? <laughs> no, no. I just think it's kind of neat to challenge everything. Fucking A, man. Yeah, man. Oh, good. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll think about this. You think about that. And uh, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, look, hey, man. I don't know. I did, I, ending these fucking episodes is like the most challenging thing in the entire world. So I'm just going to tell you all. You're beautiful. That, we, that, we, that you're beautiful and we love you. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. Bye-bye. Is it time?